power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Just close your eyes, begin to bless the name of the Lord. Give him glory, give him praise. Indeed, he is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Just give him glory, bless his name for your life. Thank him for this week. Thank him for the good, thank him for the bad, thank him for the ugly. The word of the Lord says, in all things we should give thanks unto the Lord. Just give him glory find yourself and I feel like we need to thank God for his grace just thank him for his grace thank him for his grace thank him for his grace just give him glory for his grace give him glory for his grace bless his name for his grace the Bible says his grace is sufficient for us and his strength is made perfect even in the times of our weakness Jesus name. Amen. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be in church this morning? It's a good thing to be in church on Sunday. Amen. Yes. 
appreciate all the mothers in the house but a special one for all of us our mother she's trying to run away but you see she doesn't like fans so she's running <laughs> but let's put our hands together for her anyway we thank god for her life hallelujah yeah this is just an example of when God orders your step into his will for your life. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. You see, when she was growing up, I'm sure she knew I was coming to see all these things. That's why she has disappeared, but I'll still say it anyway. When she was growing up, her, her ambition was actually, in fact, two ambitions. One of them was to become a doctor, in fact, a pediatrician. And the second one was to be 
a nun. So she'll be a nun who takes care of children. You know, nuns do a lot of charity work. and uh-huh. So her love for children there started a long time ago. Uh-huh. That was her ambition, to be a nun and a doctor. Uh-huh. She grew up in a, in a typical Catholic home. And she went to a Catholic secondary school. So many of you don't know, but she actually spent one year in a convent. Yeah, <laughs> she spent one year in the convent. You know, some of the, the college schools they have a convent attached to it, some of them seminary and just as uh, you were in the seminary, Pope John. You didn't go. You did, were in the seminary. These three Pope John boys were in the seminary. <laughs> yeah, she actually spent one year in the convent. But you see, destiny and purpose called her out of the convent hallelujah and while she was a student in medical school one of the things she used to say was that me i'll never marry a pastor and i'll never marry a doctor and god combined the two and gave her all in one (laughs) hallelujah but for somebody who wasn't planning to marry a man of god i think she's not doing a bad job at it at all let's appreciate her once again We thank God for her life. Yeah. So, don't worry, I'll, I'll preach very soon. I'll preach very soon. Um, as we all know, the, the ban on noise making will start tomorrow. Right? Uh-huh, it's starting tomorrow. And um, I've taken a few decisions. The first one is that our services during the period, there will be no setup. We'll use raw voice like football field what do you call it hallelujah you won't clap you won't clap for that <laughs> we'll use raw so quiet raw voice preacher raw voice everything is raw hallelujah uh-huh we won't bring the speakers and things here for them to come and have the chance it's like people are just looking for the slightest opportunity to come and carry your things away some of those people last year because of lockdown they didn't get anything so they have you see it's like restoration with restitution they want their arrears so people are wild and unfortunately do one gospel singer has gone to annoy them by saying that very soon homo wanna cry you be jaidi how can you come and say that on garland so the people are wild this year so we don't want to give anybody any chance hallelujah uh-huh the the, the power of our services is not in the instruments it is the power that comes from within us and the love for God that is within us. So we can clap our hands in praise and worship and it will be as powerful as when the organ is playing and when the speakers are booming. Amen? Yeah. And the second thing is that during the period, we'll have only one service. Alright? So 8 o'clock, we have 8 to 10 service. If we go ahead and 10, 15, 10, 30. I think it's better than having two separate services and giving people the chance to come in misbehave at least if we do one service we are plenty so if they come in they are misbehaving we have numbers the macho people and if they come in they are just a few they'll come and bully us hallelujah because trust me there'll be a lot of trouble in the system this year because the system is really agitated and so we'll be having one service and i mean a good number of our students who have gone home and stuff like that. so we can just have one service and we 
will be fine. All right. So from next week, it's one service, eight o'clock, and we'll, we'll be fine. Hallelujah. All right. And then the third announcement is that um, starting this Friday, this coming Friday, in the evenings, I'm doing what I call the School of Ministry. School of Ministry. Yeah. I wanted to have it for all church workers, but the church office, the place we sit will be too small to contain all of us. So for now, it will just be leaders. By leaders, I mean pastors, presiding elders, elders, deacons, cell overseers, and deputy cell overseers. So Friday evening, 6.30, 6.30 sharp, will be at the church office for the school of ministry. It will continue for some time. Hallelujah. It will continue for some time until I feel I've exhausted all of what I need to teach you. So please take note of it. School of ministry starts because I need to start shaping people so that when I say go to Kasua and go and start a branch, you know what to do. Hallelujah. Uh, you know what to do and it will look like overflow because that is a, a, a factor too. You can go and start something it doesn't look like overflow. So we need to teach you in a particular way and, and prepare you very well. Alright? So school of ministry begins. At the end of everything, I'll give our certificates. I'll give our certificates to those who attended the school of ministry. Hallelujah. I think it deserves a clap offering. Alright. I'm still in my retreat mode. I've not come out of it. I'll come out of it after the anniversary. All right, or, or yes, during the anniversary period, that's when I'll come out of it. The fact that I'm not hiding somewhere doesn't mean I'm not retreating. All right, I'm still retreating and gathering momentum. So I don't talk plenty. Amen. When you are retreating, you don't you don't talk plenty. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk much. Today I'm going to give you a brief word. Somebody say a brief word. How many of you want promotion in life? Hey, those of you whose hands are down, is it that you didn't hear the English, you didn't understand the English, or you don't like promotion? So let me ask again, how many of you want promotion in life? How many of you want elevation in life? How many of you want progress in life? Hallelujah. One thing, the hand is still up. <laughs> One thing you must know is that there's no promotion without a test. No, even in school, for you to be moved from class 1 to class 2, you must be tested. For you to move from class 2 to class 3, you must be tested. Hallelujah. And there are different ways and different categories of tests that we as believers go through. We can have a test of our faith, a test of our love. You could have a test of your trust for God. And you could also have a test of character. Somebody say test of character. Yeah, so today I want to talk to you about the test of character. Somebody say the test of character. Character is a very important thing character is a very important thing i looked up the dictionary definition for character and this is what i found it said the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual 
It says the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. Mental and moral qualities that are distinctive to an individual. You see, character is, you know, somebody said, your thoughts become your actions, your actions become your habits, and your habits become your character, and your character determines your destiny. That means character is deeper than thoughts, is deeper than actions, is deeper than habits. Hallelujah. Character is not something you build in a day. Character is like the foundation on which a building is built. It is deep, it is in there, it is circumstances that will reveal the nature of the character. You may build a house and think, oh, I've laid a solid foundation. But it is a storm that will determine whether or not your foundation is solid. A flood, a tsunami, an earthquake, that is what will determine whether your foundation is strong. You know, last week I showed you pictures of our proposed church building. Fortieth beautiful building but the architects were telling me also for a lot will have to go into the foundation because we are going up the foundation must be solid so they are preparing my mind so that when they mention the amount we need to sink into the ground I won't collapse hallelujah and I understand them because we are doing 40 years at any particular point in time there will be people in the ground tier there will be people in the second tier, which is the gallery. There will be people at the children and youth level. So all these human beings, and our numbers are going to grow. Hallelujah. We are going to grow into the thousands. Amen. Thousands of people in the building at the same time. Not necessarily sitting quietly, but praising God and jumping and doing awesome somersaulting, doing all kinds of things. 1,000 people. The foundation has to be strong. Amen. Character is like the foundation that determines how high you can go. How high, how many floors or how many tiers we can go with that building will be determined by the foundation that we lay. You can lay a foundation for a two-story and go to build a five-story. One day, one day, it will collapse. It will collapse. And that is how character is like. Character is very important. And at points in time in your life, your character will be tested. And I pray that you pass the test when the test of character comes. The interesting thing about the test of character is that it is unannounced. That test is unannounced. You know how sometimes in school, unannounced tests. You just get there and you say, okay, take pieces of paper. This, that, 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 that. Answer, you have 30 minutes. So then it is those who are prepared in season and out of season who will do well. Those who have been sleeping and waiting for, oh, announcement of an I, they are the ones that will score zero. The test of character is never announced. And the reason it's never announced is that if it is announced, everybody will pass. What do I mean by the announcement of a test of character? There are certain temptations if I'm standing there and the temptation comes. You will overcome the temptation. Hallelujah. If me as your pastor, you can see me standing there. You will overcome the temptation. But what happens when you are alone? When I was preaching on the subject of integrity, I mentioned that integrity, the word integrity comes from the same root source as the word integer. 
which means whole, a whole number, whole. Whole, it means you are not fragmented, you are not divided. What we see in public is the same thing we see in private. How you react to a situation in private when nobody is watching is the same way you react when somebody is watching. Hallelujah. And we will face various tests of our character which when we pass will bring the promotion from class 1 to class 2. And I pray that you pass the test of character when it comes. Hallelujah. Yeah. The great men in the Bible had their tests and you will have yours. Jesus had a major test in the wilderness. Major test. Sometimes people look at that thing and they don't see how strong and how tempting that temptation was. First of all, this was a man who was hungry. 40 days and 40 nights, no food. The number one thing you'll be thinking about in your mind is food. So the smart devil, smart enemy as he is, comes and the first temptation is if you are the son of God, if you say you are really anointed, turn these stones into bread. So I can imagine what went through Jesus' mind. Suddenly you remember that, hey, Charlie, I've not eaten for 40 days. And this guy cried, he's trying to challenge my being the son of God. Can't I just show him something small, you know? Show him something small. Show him where power lies. It was a serious temptation. He came to him and said, if you, if you bow down and worship me, look at all the world. It has been given unto me. Who gave it unto him? Adam. Eve. I will give it to you. Because that is the reason you came. You want to come and save this world. From me. And I'm saying, I will give it to you. No fight. No struggle. No cross. No spitting on your face. No nailing of your hands. Nothing. I will give it to you. Just take it. Just bow down your knees. Just bow down. All you have to do is to flex your two knees. Even two seconds is too much. Just let it touch the ground a little. And all your hard work will be cut short. That's a serious temptation. Serious test of character. And a lot of us find ourselves in those kinds of situations from time to time. A young lady, you are in a situation where your number one need, in your case, is not bread, but money to pay your fees. No help from mother, no help from father, no help from uncle. And one day, a middle-aged man in a silver metallic BMW stops by you. Hey, young lady, come. Do you need a lift? And most of the time, when such questions come, you know where it's going to end. You know where it is going. Ghanaians, and we are not good like that, to just be giving lift to members of the opposite sex free of charge like that. No, no, Ghanaians are not like that. Especially these days that there are armed robbers, and some of them use, I hear they use beautiful ladies. They know the men with the money, you know, they like their beautiful, so they wear some short thing and be walking around. There, there, there. I know somebody, he gave a young lady a lift. Motorway. You know, sometimes at the beginning of the motorway, some people are there asking for a lift to go. She gave the young lady a lift. When they were getting ready to get to the end of the motorway where a lot of people are, the young lady said, 
give all your money to me otherwise I'll scream that you are trying to rape me and this is a dignified man he can't afford to be disgraced like he emptied his pocket and gave to her so you're a young lady in serious financial need they said if you don't pay your fees by the end of the week you have to defend the cause you have to be thrown out of school and this man stops sometimes you just say okay you i just want your number so oh, okay number the essential sheet you give the number starts texting you at night can we meet at this place can we meet at that place test of character he says, oh, just bow down your just bow down your knees. And all your work will be easy in life. Life will become easy. Things will become simple from now onwards. Just bow your knees. Look, don't make the mistake of thinking you are above tests. None of us is above tests. From the Pope to whoever, everybody will have their test at any point in time. If you want promotion, you must sign up for a test first. You'll be tested. The Bible says, What we should continually examine ourselves to see whether we are in the faith. Don't be complacent, don't think as for me, I've arrived, I'm a gangalia, nothing can flaw me. You know that guys like they told me as for me, no woman. No woman. Hey, you know the meaning of that, that word woman. <laughs> Somebody say it means woe unto man. The name itself is a warning. Oh, now I'm married. So nobody can tempt me. Really? You better day God. Your character will be tested. Anything you say you believe in will be tested. Take that from me. Anything you believe, any stance you have in life, it will be tested. It will be tested. Don't think you are above certain kinds of temptation. And be complacent and careless. Like Eutychus. Sitting on there, he was balancing on the window. People were sitting there, he was balancing. Charlie, me, I, I have experience, you know. He was balancing on the window. And you see, being at the window means you have one eye in the world and one eye in the church. He was looking at what was going on in the world outside the church and was still looking inside the church. And there are a lot of us, we are delicately balanced in our lives like Eutychus. One eye is in the world, one eye is in the church. When the world people are going, we can flow with them. When the church people are going, we can flow with them. You are delicately balanced. If you sleep, you will just fall and die. somebody don't be careless don't be careless oh as for me that means there are certain kinds of temptation you haven't been caught at a wrong moment before and the devil we are dealing with here is too smart look he's been there longer than you he has seen thousands and millions of people just like you at your level of intelligence at your level of spirituality he knows the buttons to, to, to press don't joke with him You haven't seen temptation before until that man calls you at the time when you need money the most and you are also ovulating. Is it? Mm? Look, you'll be tested though. You'll be tested. 
your character will be tested. Ah, but nobody is there. Nobody can see you. Just go sleep with him, collect the money, and solve the problem. You'll be tested. I believe I've told you this before. Two weeks before my wedding. Two weeks. Two or three. Two or three weeks before my wedding. I went to buy food at some food joint. When I came out, I was standing by the road and I received a call. So I was receiving the call and a young lady came to stand in front of me. She would be probably in her early 20s. I can remember very well. She was in braids in a white top and jeans. She came to stand by me. So as I was making the call, she was still standing there. I finished making the call. She was like, hello. I said, hello. How are you? I said, I'm fine. He said, is everything all right? I said, yes, everything is all right. Like, go straight to the point. No, she was like, okay, 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 okay. All right, I'll go straight to the point. I want you to sleep with me. Just like that. At this one, I'm even um, using nice language she put it in a very vulgar way I'm, I'm like i was shocked i was like hey and she was looking at me straight in the eye when i've gone to buy engagement things i bought a ring i bought cloth i bought things straight up like that so i don't even know what all that came out of my mind are you a commercial sex worker and she laughed. She was like, oh, who is talking about money? I don't want money. He said, when you were making the call, I just saw you across the street and I liked what I saw. And I'm a bold person, so I just came to ask you if you are interested. God, there, I was like, look, this is not time to talk and try to evangelize and to say, have you given your life to Christ? Everybody says, I just left her standing there. Went away. I have kept myself... I, 29 year old virgin two to three weeks to my liberation you are coming to spoil my record that one i'll let it happen no 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 it will not happen and they wait around wrong meat <laughs> and some of you you think the temptation will end when you are married oh no there are some people the ring is like the magnet say so once you are married means you are responsible you know how to treat a woman. You know how to take care of a woman. One day I was on leave. I was doing locum somewhere. That was long ago. And there was a lady that came like three days before. Young girl. And I saw her. And I gave her some medications. I told her to come back again three days later for review. And when she came for the review, she intentionally waited to be the last person. So I saw everybody, saw everybody. You know that place, they bring all the folders. So you know when the folders, so last folder. So she came, okay. So this is a, it was an abdominal something. So I examined the abdominal, I said, okay, all right, symptoms are fine, blah, blah, blah. So you sit down. And the consulting room was such that it's like there's an inner place where the sink for washing your hands after examination is. So I went in. I mean, expecting her to sit down. I went in to wash my hands. When I came, this lady had put her two legs on my desk, literally in the litotomy position. He said, hey. 
There are witches walking around. <laughs> Literally in the little, like, like, I came in and I was like, what, what is this? What is wrong with you? You know what she said? He said, oh, are you a child? Are you a child? No, this one is not a Nigerian movie. Real in Ghana, Agra here. She said, are you a child? And I said in my head, I am a child of God. I picked my stethoscope and I left her in the lithotomy position. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> do. I just left her there. Look, don't think you are above temptation. Don't think you are above tests. May you pass the test when it comes. Don't be careless. Don't be complacent. Don't be complacent. Your character is what will determine your longevity. I tell a lot of people in ministry, I'm not impressed by gifts though. I mean, it gives are good, but that is not what impresses me about people. I want to see character. I want to see honesty. I want to see integrity. Those are the people I, I rate as high. When it comes to gifts, the devil is gifted than all of that, more gifted than all of us. The things he can do, he can disappear, uh, appear. Do also, we can't do any of those things. So there are gifted devils walking around. Character. Character is integrity. Living by principles. And principles don't change. Why do you think the alphabet are called characters? And numbers are called characters? Because A at 2 a.m. is A at 3 p.m. B at 2 a.m. is B at 3 p.m. 1 at 4 a.m. is 1 at 4 p.m. It is the same. It doesn't change. May the Lord give us the grace of walking in character. I want to show you a certain scripture. Those of you who have had prophecies about you, great prophecies. How many of you have had prophecies spoken about you before? Like they said things, great things. Oh, those of you who have not had, yours is coming very soon. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Because the Bible says the plans I have for you are plans of good and not evil. Everybody is entitled to a good prophecy. Because God has good plans for everybody. Let's read Psalm 105 from verse 17. Psalm 105 from verse 17. Psalm 105 from verse 17. He's talking about Joseph here. He said, he sent a man, give me the new King James Version. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. Verse 18. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons. Verse 19, which is what I'm interested in. Until the time that his word came to pass, that the word of the Lord tested him. The word of the Lord we are talking about here is not Bible. He's talking about prophecy. The prophecy God gave him, where he saw the sun, the, what, the moon bowing before him, and his sheep standing, and the father and all of the others bowing down. It was a prophetic word he received. That word tested him. So if you have received a prophecy before, I want to announce to you today that that prophecy will test you. How did the prophecy test him? Mrs. Potiphar. The guy was a slave. This is a situation where the, the mother of the house, the, the, the madame, says, Charlie, I want to have a fling with you. 
that means a lot of things so it means the possibility of she even convincing the husband to free him so that outside the house they, they can run things out of the view of the boss it will mean when they cook in the house your meat will be special they'll give you the juicy part of the you know because you and the madam are running things it came with so many advantages The prophecy was testing. David had a prophecy that he was going to be the king. They anointed him as king. He hadn't sat on the throne yet. And the prophecy tested him. When he had the opportunity to kill Saul. God said, let's test how much you revere the anointing. Let's test how much you have respect for the throne. Let's test how much you hold the oil of God in high esteem. Let's see if you pass the test. Trust me, if David had failed that test, David would never have been the David we know in the Bible. Never. The people around him were like, ah, this is your chance. This is somebody who wants your life. This is somebody who wants to kill you. This is somebody who wants to finish you. This is your chance. Kill him and ascend. We will support you. He said, how dare you even talk like that? How can I touch the Lord's anointed? The Bible said, when he cut his robe, he was smitten in his heart. There was a reaction from the robe. This one wasn't from the man, the robe. You see, there are people walking around there, and it is their robes that are speaking. It is their robes and their mantles that are talking. The person himself may have his character flaws. But the robe can react. The mantle upon their life can react. That's why we don't get up and talk by heart about people. There are all sorts of things going on. And be careful how you talk about these things. Hallelujah. Be careful. Let's be careful. Anything you say, make sure it's on the authority of the word of God. Not your opinion. Because sometimes you think you know it all, but you don't. You think you understand it all, but you don't. Until you have been in somebody's shoes, you can't see things from their view. When you are leading people, eh? Sometimes those behind. It's just like when you are driving and you get to a junction. And there are cars coming. And the, those behind you, pim, 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 move, 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 move. No. How you are seeing the thing, that's not how they are seeing it. You can see that there's a car coming over there. But there, because of their distance behind you, they can't see the car. Even if they can see the car, they may not be in a position to judge the speed to tell that no if i don't move and calculate my moves well this guy is going to come and hit me and i'll be in trouble that's our leadership it's easy to criticize oh no but this thing should have been like that i heard somebody even say when a story broke of a man of god who had been caught in a moral for he said ah even me i'll not do that say shut up the level of demons god were allowed to come and tempt him eh? He's probably operating at level 10. You are operating at level 1. You, the level 1 demons, you are struggling. You let a level 4 put be released onto you. You will misbehave. You, it's not even a woman you sleep. You sleep with a woman. You sleep with a man and a dog. Don't shut up. Don't say such things. Don't say such things. But character will be tested. Your honesty will be tested. These are the things that will determine how far you go in ministry. Look, we, we, we brush things like lies. 
aside as if it's not you think the only breach of, of integrity and character is when you go to sleep with somebody's wife or you sleep with church members no 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 when you are not honest when you don't speak the truth when you lie about things you lie about testimonies you even lie about the things God has done in your life you exaggerate you add some you add color you are building a very weak foundation if you intend to build on it to go high be careful come back down and reinforce the, 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 the foundation if you want to go up your character will be tested if Jesus was tested Joseph was tested David was tested you will also be tested and my prayer for you is that you will stand firm on that day when your character is tested when your character is put through the fire and you survive You see, character is like this one is the medics who understand. When you want to check whether somebody has diabetes or not, it's like doing the glycated hemoglobin. It gives you an idea of how uh, what do you call it? Glycemic control over a period. Characters are not one day something. Oh, no, 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 no. When somebody falls to something, it means he has been his character hasn't been built for it. May the Lord give you the grace to build character, build resistance, build fortitude. Because a lot of people are stagnating in life and not moving forward in life because they are failing the test of character continuously. What do you do when nobody is around? Do the same thing when there are people around. That is when we say you are a man of integrity. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Even in business, Christians, they'll say this, 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 and tomorrow they are behaving a different way. Yes is yes. No is no. When the Bible says a false balance is an abomination unto God, people think it's talking about balancing your Christian life and your secular life. No. Those days, they used to trade by butter trading, and it's the weight of the thing that they used to determine the worth. So if you bring coconut and I have plantain, we'll put it on a balance when they balance, then we can exchange. So when they say a false balance is an abomination unto God, it means a dishonest balance. Because some people were using dishonest balance. They had put weights on some of the other, some of the one of the, what do you call it, size of the balance so they can cheat people. Christians are cheating. Exams, Christians are cheating. You will come to a point where you are hot, you are sweating and your phone is close by. All you have to do is to Google and Google will give you the answer. Nobody is watching. All you have to do is, oh, I want to go to the bathroom. And you pass the exam. You haven't been to school, but you have sent a friend to go and sign for you. That you are present. When we say integrity and character, it's not only the politicians that are stealing money up there. It starts like that. Now, it is even in students' leadership there is corruption people are chopping money dues then they'll go and shatter their room and see their room the six inch television air conditioner where did the money come from i think we had all contributed for our welfare i want to chop it the reason you must build character is that one day your character will speak for you one day one day there are certain things and when they accuse you eh there is no defense but your track record. 
That's the only thing that will defend you. Your track record. Last Sunday, <laughs> when we have a pastor's meeting, Pastor Ness brought something up. He was like, uh-huh, he wants to ask this thing. He mentioned that ah, he was driving the church van somewhere and somebody stopped him and said, I, I want to ask you a question. He said, I have heard that your church, the pastors and the leaders, you know, they have shared the women among themselves. And of course, typical him, he will react. Hey, master, what are you talking about? <laughs> Not knowing he was talking about another church that has, an, I'll mention the name, another church that has a name very similar to ours. Those of you who have been around for a while, you know what I'm talking about. That's what the person was talking about. I don't know whether the accusation is true or not. But that is what the person said. That the pastors know. Just said, what jet? You have shared this one, stick it, this one, this one, stick it. That's what I said. But you see, at the end of the day, it is character that will speak for you. Hallelujah. We can have a similar name. They will do things. With time, the distinction will be clear. The distinction will be clear. May God give you the grace to build character. To end one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. Luke chapter 8, verse 17. Luke 8, 17. He said, For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. This is one of the scariest portions of scripture. You may think you are doing it to hide now, but trust me, this is a prophecy from Jesus himself. If it's from Isaiah, you can say he's a human being. Maybe that day he was giving the prophecy. You know, this is Jesus himself. He said, there is nothing hidden under the sun that will not be revealed. It will be revealed. That lie, if you don't stop, it will be revealed. That secret, whatever, it will be revealed. Those funny text messages and video calls you have been doing and, 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 and open your blouse and let me see and this and this and this and snap a video of yourself half naked and send to me one of these days you send it to the church page it's, I promise I prophesy to you oh with my eyes open that one of these days you will send it to the choir page you will send it to the church page you will send it to the church leaders page because of this prophecy You are not married, but you can send me say, the baby, I miss your bed. It will come to the church page. And we will see before you delete. And yet now there are apps that you can even use to check. Uh-huh. We will check. In fact, nowadays, now anything that comes to the church page that is deleted. Those of you who have that app, go and check what the person wrote. Uh-huh. Go and check. There is nothing hidden. That 12 midnight conversation you've been having, steamy, runty conversation. One of these days, while you are dozing off, you will send it to the wrong page. It is a prophecy. I promise you. It shall come to pass in your life. If you believe it, say amen. Uh, you don't want to say amen. I said, say amen. I said, say amen. You have committed yourself with this amen. So you better stop. Hallelujah. You better stop. Finally, I want to tell you that men are watching a city that is upon a hill cannot be hidden. We are a city that is upon a hill. 
we cannot be hidden men are watching but more importantly God is watching shall we stand to our feet and pray lift up your voice and pray to God that Lord grant me integrity grant me strength of character grant me the ability to stand by what I believe in may I be like Mount Zion unmovable unshakable just lift up your voice and begin to pray lift up your voice begin to pray in the name of Jesus your character will be tested a test will come there are some of you that their character will be tested even this week this coming week we want to pray that God will give you the fortitude to be able to pass these tests. You need to be promoted in life. You need to go ahead in life. You need to go higher in life. And you need to pass these tests. There are Amalekites waiting to test you. There are people waiting to test your character. Oh, but may you survive. May you come out unscathed. May you come out without blemish. May you come out without spot. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, lift up your voice and pray. The test of character. May you pass the test of character. May you pass the test of character. May you come out with flying colors in the name of Jesus. May you pass with distinction in the name of Jesus. That test that is coming this week, you will pass it in the name of Jesus. You will be successful in the name of Jesus. You will not fall to the traps of the enemy. You will not fall to the machinations of the enemy. Sometimes we cut short our destinies. We cut short our greatness just by falling to one test. But may that not be your story in the name of Jesus. May you be like Joseph. May you be like Jesus. May you be like David. May you survive the test in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Lift up your voice and pray. blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed.